Welcome Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's post-Valentine's Day edition of Fit Club, we talk foods that enhance your sex life and birth control for men. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, Fit Club. All right, you guys, welcome to Fit Club. I'm your host, Fallon Mercedes. You guys can find me online at fitwithfallon.com or on social media at fitwithfallon. Here with my lovely co-host, yes. Mr. Shaka Strong. Yes, back in the house. Yeah, nice to have you back. Where can they find you online? Shaka Strong on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And today's episode is inspired from Valentine's Day, being that Valentine's Day was yesterday. Yeah. We have some great um, stories to inform you guys about. Did you have a good Valentine's Day? I had a great Valentine's nice. Day. How was yours? Oh, I boycotted, so it was Did cool. You? <laughs> but the weather was great in LA, so it, it was, was nice. Yeah. It was. All right, let's talk about about some foods that can enhance your sex life. I think today, I, I don't think I had any of these foods yesterday. I did eat <laughs> kind of bad, but we'll kind of give the rundown. Now, before we talk about uh, this topic or this report, do you believe there are foods that really do impact your performance? If you're talking about like actual performance rather than sort of like a mental idea of, you mm-hmm. know, love and romance. Um, I do in the fact that if you're super healthy, you're going to have a better sex life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I think that's what kind of the story kind of reveals in itself. Yeah. But me, even before researching the story, I felt like there's not, unless, unless you're a foodie. Yeah. If you're like total, and I know people who are like this, who like love certain foods, I feel like if that excites them and, you know, that, that serotonin in the brain and different areas of the brain light up because they're attached or they like that food. I feel like if they were to eat more of that, then maybe it would... Strawberries and whipped cream, right? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, uh, we don't see any whipped cream on here, but we'll kind of go through some of um, different foods. Yeah, they probably did. (laughs) All right, so first we want to start off by saying that testosterone um, actually has a lot to do with sexual desire. This I did not know, that in both uh, genders, both male and female, if you have more testosterone, you're more likely to have a more uh, higher sex drive. Yeah, and there there are foods that can help with that because if you're deficient in certain areas, your testosterone will be lower. So, you know, for instance, if you're selenium deficient or iron Mm -hmm. deficient, you know, Brazil nuts are a good way to, like, Mm -hmm. help that whole process. So there's different foods that will help levels of things in your body that will then lead to a better sex mm-hmm. life. And I know uh, being a woman, especially uh, with the hormone estrogen, um, I had went through this when I had gained weight. Your What you eat and you put into your body, you can, uh, I like to call it clog your hormones, mm-hmm. um, where they get out of whack because you're not eating healthy food. So that's going to affect all areas of your life. But Predominantly, your hormones, yeah. whether it's the estrogen or the testosterone that you have. Um, so let's start with uh, different types of food. Well, we have meats. That's number one on the list. Um, lamb, fish, eggs, dairy, beans. I was surprised that they said dairy. Uh, yeah. D- well, were you talking about the overall health of your body? Because from dairy, you're going to be able to get... Um, well, sexual health. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be able to get a protein, and that mm-hmm. protein you're gonna have the profile, uh, the amino acid mm-hmm. profile that exactly. you need. Exactly. Yeah. So nitric oxide is one of the things that really kind of help you as a man, especially um, get blood to these different areas that are increased. That helps. And, and that's what we're we're kind of trying to explain that if you are physically fit, your uh, you know your 
cardiovascular endurance level is up there. You know, runners, yogis, they all say that they have, you know, that their sexual lives have improved once they started doing marathons, once they started doing Bikram yoga. If your cardio is good and you can bend more, it's going (laughs) to be a better time, right? But even that, the blood flow flows better to different areas, not just your heart. If it flows to your, you know, your sex, your, your genitals, uh, I guess <laughs> you could the say, <laughs> then you will be more stimulated. So I, I think in the, what is it called? The um, the thing that guys, the pill that guys take. Viagra. When, yeah, so, well, that's what it works yeah. with. Viagra, Cialis, all those things, they work through the nitric oxide, oxide pathway. Mm-hmm. So what's going to help you naturally with that are amino acids. You're going to have things like arginine that will help with like uh, mm-hmm. lysine or, or, or like ornithine, these kind of amino acids that you get from meat that you'll get from, you know, also um, vegan choices as well. You can get a lot of this stuff in green leafy vegetables. Mm-hmm. So, And a lot of older men who are taking the Viagra and different um, types of pills to help with erectile dysfunctional dysfunction, I am surprised that they are not, you know, running to the gym and working out first because had they taken care of their health and eaten clean, maybe they wouldn't need to take those pills. And I've also read some studies that those pills um, are causing a lot of strokes. Oh, I'm I'm sure there's an effect on the heart as well. Yeah, because they're probably pushing so much nitric oxide that the body isn't used to consuming, and they probably have clogged arteries, so they can't get that to push through, so it's causing health issues. Yeah, but who wants to work when you have a pill that you can (laughs) have a quick fix? Yeah, but overall health is more important. (laughs) All right, so number two on our list for different foods are green veggies. Um, Kale, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, any deep colored green releases the nitric oxide um, when they are metabolized in the body. Yeah. So that's why you want to eat your greens. That's why you want to eat your lean meats. Also, antioxidant-rich foods such as all the berries, the blueberries, yeah. the raspberries, yeah. the blackberries. And those are going to give you the energy, those antioxidants, B12, B6, and mm-hmm. give you that kind of full profile to have the energy to, you know, when mm-hmm. the time is right. Yeah, and those antioxidants help rid the body of harmful radicals that damage blood vessels and um, impair the blood flow. So, again, yeah. it's about having that healthy blood flow to get mm-hmm. the blood to the different areas. And and the last one, which maybe you guys know about, um, I think a lot of uh, media has kind of uh, made this the token food for getting your libido up, and that's dark chocolate. Yeah. So the cacao flavors helps lower your blood pressure. The Therefore, yeah. Because yeah. they're full with flavonoids. So, yeah. I said flavors. Yeah. Flavonoids. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So dark chocolate, lean meats, antioxidants, and uh, Yeah, greens. green vegetables, berries, you know. So basically, just have like a very well balanced diet, um, rich in veggies and fruit, and uh, mm-hmm. some lean meat as well. So before you are ready to get aroused, I say make a nice smoothie. Yeah. Put those greens. Put a little bit of dark chocolate. Yeah, get your diet right. Go to right? the gym. To get your cardio up. <laughs> go do some yoga. You'll be good to go. All right. So speaking of uh, sexual performance, you might need some birth control. And for many, many decades, women have had that responsibility of we think, you know. Yeah. Taking that birth control. So studies have shown that there is a new birth control on the market called Vasagel. Now, Vasagel is similar to a vasectomy, but don't worry. You don't have to get nipped and tucked, guys. Exactly. No cutting. It's 
similar in in the essence that it's injected into the vast deference. What is that? The vast deference tube. It's like one of the main parts of uh, the penis. But so, like, yeah. what part of the penis is it? I don't. Well, I have well, no it, idea. It, it, it's inside. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So somewhere in there. <laughs> um, so what they do is they inject it to that area, which helps block the sperm. And they, Injections, penis should not be in the same uh, sentence. It just should not be in the same sentence at if all. you can be worry-free about not getting anybody pregnant, for you young, you know... Injections, uh, no. We'll go back to the rhythm method. <laughs> <laughs> no injections. Oh, goodness. Um, you guys out there watching, what do you think about male birth control? Do you think it's something that men will gravitate towards, be more open to? And with this specific kind, Vasagel, you can also reverse it. And again, you don't have to get nipped and tucked. All you have to do is, I believe, get an ultrasound done. You still have to go back in to get it reversed. It's not like it just... I think people, men would be more open to it if it were you get the injection and then like it just dissipates over time or something. Mm-hmm. Well, you just have to go back in and get an ultrasound. Yeah. You don't get cut or they nipped They're not taking or... it back. The ultrasound itself is, does something yeah, to it? Yeah, I think it's the radiation uh-huh. helps unblock whatever. So injections and radiation. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, us women, we have to go through but, I mean, all I, the... I, I do like that they're finding more options for males. Yeah. I, I, do, I think it's a big issue because... Populate people are having children they can't afford or exactly. can't take care of, and, if, and they have, if there's another layer of protection to that, even and better. you know, um, last on last week's show, um, I had Sherry on her and I, we talked about, um, you know. A lot of people are running, especially women, to go get IUDs in different long-lasting forms of birth control because uh, President Trump is trying to get away with uh, free health care, Obamacare, so they won't be able to afford their birth control. So they're Mm -hmm. trying to just, while they have it, get long-term birth control. So I like that. It just doesn't have to be women who have to, you know, go without or think long term. Yeah. It can be men as well. Yeah, well, we'd, I think we greatly reduce the risk of uh, unwanted pregnancy. So I think mm-hmm. that that's great. But you know, hopefully they find there's an evolution to this process. Yeah, there will be because even a couple months ago there was the male birth control but then shot, it had, but they had some side effects. It had tons of side <laughs> yeah. effects. So the Vasagel, um, they tested it on, uh, I think like 16 monkeys. Yeah, I was like, there were no people. <laughs> I know exactly. But out of those 16 monkeys, 100% um, did not get anybody, any other female monkeys pregnant, <laughs> so it was effective. Um, and I guess they'll be trying this on humans soon. But, but those, those monkeys are all depressed now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, all right, let's talk about some post-workout rules that you can break. I thought yeah. this was interesting um, just because there's so much, I mean, things misinformation. change. Misinformation. Yeah, misinformation. Yeah. People will study something, and then, you know, later on, studies will show it's not true. Then some studies are paid saying that, you know, um, no, this works, this doesn't work. So we're going to give you the clear right now. I had I had my own kind of experience with a lot of this stuff because mm-hmm. when I, I got into the fitness industry kind of as a fitness neophyte. But immediately, uh-huh. um, I was working out with all these bodybuilders, and they were giving me great advice. And some of the advice just didn't make sense to me in my head. Like, mm-hmm. why I had to eat these massive amount of meals right after I had the workout. Yeah. Or else, like, I'm, I look the way I do now because I didn't do that. So, clearly, that's not the guarantee. And so, I had to kind of go back and reverse engineer some of what people were telling me as to why it worked for them and why it wouldn't work for me and what would work for me. Yeah. So, the first one, uh, I have to eat immediately 
immediately after I yeah. work out. Is that true or not true? Yeah, it, it's well, it turns out it's not true. Um, certainly, that the, the pre-workout meal that your body has, is it's probably still working on that, mm -hmm. and you might actually have enough nutrients from that, yeah. protein, amino acids in your body to feed your muscles. Um, that post-workout meal is all about recovery. Yeah. And so you want to make sure you have a complete meal and have mm -hmm. it... What, within an hour maybe mm -hmm. but it doesn't need to be right away yeah I often tell a lot of my clients you know they'll come to me working out and they'll have to sit down they're feeling dizzy they feel like they're gonna faint and I the first thing I always ask them is did you eat and a lot of them are no I didn't I, I thought you were supposed to eat after you work out yeah. and I'm like listen you need energy to power through your workout. Everybody's different. Me, preferably, I don't eat before cardio, but if I'm doing but when any you do your cardio, strength, though. when I do strength, yeah. I have to eat before yeah. I do it because I need some more energy. And when do you do, uh, your, when do, you do your fasted cardio? In the morning, exactly. as soon as I wake up. Some people are waiting until like noon to do exactly. it. You know? Exactly. So you definitely want to have a pre-workout meal. That way you have enough energy in you. And, you know, don't overdo it where you're stuffed and you, you know, any type of high intensity, you know, yeah. workout, you're going to puke, you know, you don't want to yeah. overdo it, but you need something in your stomach to give you energy. Yeah. And I think a lot of people too, um, sometimes we forget that food is fuel. You don't want to run your, your car, your vehicle, which is your body on empty because what you're doing in the long run, you're going to, um, you know, mess up your metabolism. Yeah. And there's this idea with the post-workout meal that you're supposed to have something, maybe a simple carb, like a, like a sugar to spike your insulin so mm -hmm. that you absorb the protein even quicker. But the fact of the matter is most people don't even need that. And spiking your insulin with sugar is just never a good thing. Exactly. So. Yeah. So you have to be careful. All right. Number two, my workout's over. I must drink a protein shake. Do you really have to drink a protein shake after you work out? Yeah, I mean, if you're having a balanced meal with protein within an hour, you're fine. Um, but again, if you get queasy when you have a full meal after a workout, some people mm -hmm. do, then maybe you should have a protein shake. Mm -hmm. So it's not about what you should or shouldn't do. It's about not living by hard and fast rules and mm -hmm. going what's appropriate for yourself. Yeah, and you have to listen to your own body. You know, you, as you start to work out, if you're a newbie, you'll learn what works for you, what mm -hmm. doesn't work for you. Some things might work for Shaka, like eating no meat. Yeah. For me, I have to. Like, <laughs> you're like, for me, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I still haven't got there yet. I will one day, though. But yeah, you listen to your body. You'll learn what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Um, all right, number three. Uh, I had a great workout. I must have a fast digesting carbohydrate. Yeah, we just talked about. Yeah, yeah that, which is, you know. But, and I think a lot of this stuff comes out of the bodybuilding world. So, you know, if you're a bodybuilder and you put on maybe 60 pounds of muscle in a very short amount of time, I don't know how you did it, but maybe yeah. we do know. Um, maybe you do need to, to do these things to retain this massive amount of muscle that you've gotten in a very short mm -hmm. amount of time. So that's a completely separate deal. Yeah. But you're talking about the average person yeah. working out? No. Exactly. There's always exceptions to the rule. Also, if you're working out two-a-days, if you're doing two-a-days, you know, yeah. you might have to consume more because you're burning more yeah. um, than usual. So it's there's exceptions to the rule. Yeah, so maybe that slower-acting carb that's still working maybe isn't enough because you're mm -hmm. going to have this other high-intensity yeah. workout. I know for me, I do not like eating a lot of carbs just because I know my body, carbs stick to me really quickly, <laughs> unfortunately. However, I know when I've pushed myself too hard during the week, I can't continue to run on no carbs. Yeah. I have to start slowly inducing sweet potatoes, yeah. oatmeal. And it fuels your brain, so you don't want your brain to just start to, to have a lack of, like, 
function mm-hmm. as a result. Yeah, if you guys out there have any questions of, you know, should I eat this? Should I not eat this? If there's any myths or anything that you want to know specifically from Shaka and I, if we don't know, we can research it for you. Let us know in the comment area on YouTube. Make sure you comment or even tweet at us, yeah. Instagram us. Yeah. We're very We're accessible. <laughs> We're here for you guys. All right, let's talk about um, a study. This doesn't have to do with food or sex, but it's most about health. Um, but there's been a a bad mold outbreak in a hospital in Pittsburgh, uh, Shadyside Hospital, which has allegedly exactly I don't think I would want to go to that hospital, but allegedly has call, caused six deaths as of now. Yeah. Um, a couple deaths back in 2015, then 2016, and then recently another one. And um, you know they're starting to go after the hospital, saying that this. A fungal infection due to the mold outbreak that these different inpatients are getting. Now, Shaka, you're a lawyer. Yeah, I was going to say, as a lawyer, <laughs> this one outraged me because it was so egregious because it, it looks like they did a study and they, they pinpointed when they had one or two cases that yep. it, it came from the linens that were provided by one company. Why the hospital would not just cut the company off and say, look, we're taking no more linens from you, we're going with another company, is beside me. And so they continued to provide linens for the hospital, and then mm-hmm. at Shady Side, someone else got sick and died. And it, it, there's no reason for that loss of life. And the hosp- hospital had to um, settle for two of the cases. Yeah. They gave $1.35 million to two of the patients' yeah. families who um, had died. But, yeah, I think it's just it's unbelievable that you can go to the hospital and... Try to get better. And you come out... Well, you don't come out. Yeah. You end up dying due to a fungal infection, due to the hospital's... Uh, mistake. So, yeah, this kind of outraged me as well when I read it. But hopefully, you know, something, I mean, six people dying, you think it yeah. would have been already nipped in the butt. Yeah. So it, it just, we just have to be very vigilant when it comes to our own health care as well. Mm-hmm. How much when you go to the hospital, how much um, as a patient, I guess, rights do you have? You know, you're going there to get treated. Well, Can you really go after them? for something like this. Oh, yeah. I mean, the negligence here is um, huge because they knew. So if the hospital knows or should have known about a threat to its patients, then they had a duty of care. So every kind of corporate entity has a duty of care to the people that Mm -hmm. come to it. And so they they definitely dropped the ball in their duty of care, and that means they were negligent. Mm -hmm. But once they knew that the, the mold was coming from this um, one place that it was pinpointed, and they did not stop getting the linens from that place, I think they failed in the duty of care. So I think they'll probably settle like they did the other cases because they knew that they had a very high likelihood of not winning. Yeah, I'll have to do um, a follow-up study on this to see what the final say is a- yeah. and after all these and it's so um, scary. different deaths. It's really scary. Because as a patient, you wouldn't be thinking, oh, the linen... Like, you know, you try to watch out for certain things. Maybe you make sure the doctor puts his gloves on, but there's no way you would think that there'd be mold in the linens and... It's it's something you can't possibly uh, contemplate. Yeah, so. you think when you go to the hospital, you have to be careful because there's other different viruses, illnesses, yeah. diseases. But to think of mold, something that is preventable, yeah. would be taken care of. But it's not. All right, last uh, study that we have is uh, what do you drink when you're craving soda? I have had so many cravings this week just nice. because I've been trying to slim down for my birthday that's coming up in yeah. just a couple of weeks, oh, nice. and I found this story kind of interesting. Um, so there's a list of different sodas, different things, um, and non-sodas that you can drink to quench that thirst. And one of them on the list was, I think I'm pronouncing it correctly, 
LaCroix. Yeah, LaCroix, LaCroix, La, yeah. LaCroix, yeah. LaCroix, I don't know. Um, that one is one of my favorites. It's a sparkling water in a can, and I think just having the can makes me feel like I'm, I'm drinking soda. soda. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of it is mental. Even yeah. it's like um, cigarette smokers that they just have to have that sort of like tactile sensation. Exactly. Even, um, you know, I had, when was it, yesterday or someday this week, I was eating and I wanted to have an alcoholic beverage, but I wanted, you know, to stay low on the calories. My usual drink of choice is a margarita. I am Ooh, a margarita sugar, girl. yeah. And it's just Filled with sugar. And now I have been dieting for, I think this is my second week now. Um, and my taste buds are like alive again. I can eat a strawberry, strawberry and just taste it. Mm-hmm. And when I um, ordered a light margarita, it was disgusting. I could taste all the syrup, all the sugar. So what I did is I sent it back and I asked the waiter, can you please send me a shot of Patron? Um, a little bit of soda water and a splash of lime juice. Oh, nice! And for me, that really Skinny quenched margarita. Ah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. that really quenched um, that craving for that margarita. I was able to use, you know, the soda water to, you know, I guess give me give some type of yeah. celebration <laughs> feeling. <laughs> Something yeah. in there, but it did the job. So when you are craving soda or anything sweet, what do you reach out for? My go-to is kombucha. I love kombucha. Oh, and yeah. that was on the yeah. list too. I actually I haven't got into kam- kombucha. Yeah, because what I miss is uh that you miss the carbonation. You know mm-hmm. that little fizz when you yep. go and that cold thing hits the back of your throat. I would get that with the Coca Cola. But um, I'm having flashbacks now. But um, yeah, the kombucha is what kind of keeps my cravings away. But in the kom- kombucha, um, there's probiotic. Yeah, there's probiotics. It's it's supposed to be very healthy for you. Mm -hmm. So you're doing something positive for your body, and you're kind of eliminating something very negative. Mm -hmm. I found another interesting one on the list. Um, Suja juice, drinking vinegar. So some people will drink the apple cider vinegar. Well, yeah, I do that, but I didn't know Suja made a lot of vinegar. Which one do you use? I use um, Bragg's. Is it Bragg's? Bragg's, Is it the the one with the mother? you got to have the mother. Oh, my goodness. The veil of the mother. It is so disgusting. (laughs) Which, if you look at it, yes. No. Occasionally you you can taste it, yeah. Or or feel it, rather. I had it two shots, two days in a row. My stomach is on fire. Wait, wait. What did you, how did you make it? I diluted it with water. How, but oh, you, you, a lot of water, a good amount? I mean, probably, I don't so, know, not enough. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's a little bit better if you put like maybe like a capful um, of the apple cider vinegar and then six to eight ounces of water. Oh. Yeah. I'm doing like a big shot of apple cider. So, I mean, if you're going to do a big <laughs> shot, which you could do, then you're, you'd have and to have like a big... Class. Yeah. okay. Because remember, it can also hurt your esophagus yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And so if you're doing it every day, you want to make sure you're diluting it enough so you're not getting okay, yeah, esophagus. Okay, yeah, definitely burnt. wasn't diluting it. <laughs> I was trying to be a G and just like throw it uh, back trust me, and I, chasing I, it with water. I, I was to, like, I don't know how people do this. I used to do that too okay. until I realized it can hurt your esophagus. Yeah, so I was like, wait, okay. I don't want to do that. So you do a shot of the vinegar. Now I do about half a shot with about eight ounces of water. Do you think really a half a shot would do something? I do it twice a day. Oh, no, yeah, I do it twice a oh, day. And twice I feel, a day? in terms of weight management, that mm-hmm. helps big time. Okay. So, yeah, it definitely keeps the weight off. It definitely gets rid of a lot of cravings, too. I'll yeah. be super hungry for, some, for something. I'll have that shot, and I'm not hungry for and it. And I think also because it alkalines, you know, that strong, overpowering taste of vinegar, I think it <laughs> just wipes any just like taste. Nothing. Yeah, any taste that you have in your mouth. So you kind of want gone. the vinegar gone, too, but exactly. you, you don't want anything else. <laughs> 
Um, uh, the suja juice, the it's drinking vinegars. Um, I have to try that. I have to imagine it's tasty. Yeah, like, so right? they have a lemon one. Okay. They have strawberry, balsamic, peach, ginger. Mm, peach ginger balsamic. I would love. I don't know about I, balsamic. Not for a drink. Um, but <laughs> peach ginger I definitely would get into. I love ginger yeah. anything. Uh, and hibiscus ancho chili. Wait, didn't we have hibiscus? We went to this Mexican place yeah. uh, and got this hibiscus drink, they and it was that, yeah. so yummy. Yeah. I haven't had it before, but I've seen it. Yeah, and then and then just mild vinegar-based drinks. But yeah, that is called suja. I'll have to try that out as well. Um, if you're feeling fancy, uh, we have one on the list called Belvoir Fruit Farms Endo Flower and Rosé Lemonade. So it's not actually um, alcohol, but it looks like a wine bottle. Um, and it's lemonade with a kind of splash of a floral flavored drink. The but question you, is, how much is that? That's yeah, exactly. Question, yeah. You know? um, that I don't know, but they kind of, it's a Pinterest favorite. It's is like, what this it is a replacement like. for a Coca Cola, remember? You know? yeah. A 75 cent Coca Cola. Yeah, that might be a little <laughs> fancy. And then um, Perrier, I don't know how to pronounce anything today. How do you pronounce that? Perrier? Perrier, yeah. Perrier sparkling yeah. natural mineral, mineral water. So if you like, you know, yeah. water, but you need another little. Something to something yeah. to it, just like the uh, Lacroix. You can have that as well. If there's something that you guys are drinking out there that um, kind of quenches your thirst for anything bad, let us know. Yeah. Um, and if all comes to you know worse, I always just take a lemon and put it in my water, squeeze it in my water to kind of. Oh. Or I just have the coke, or you just have the soda. So ah. forget it. No, I, I will say probably I have a soda maybe once or twice a year. You know, what? I yeah. used to have a problem when I would come here because backstage um, you can they always have cans of sodas. So I would always like have a sprite or yeah. a coke, and then I kind of just cut it off. I was like, I gotta yeah, stop. Yeah, for some, I always find myself once or twice a year I'll have like you know. I well, once or twice a year. Yeah, is not I was like, in an Uber and the, he had special cans of Coca Cola, and they were like these little mini cans. I said, you know what? You know, now's the time. Yeah. So yeah. You know what I like. Like I like the the Coca Cola in the bottle. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I think it tastes better. I used to collect better. those when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I think, those, I think yeah. that's why I like them because it reminds me of childhood. Yeah. And in the Dominican Republic, um, when I lived there, they didn't have any cans. They had the Coca Cola in the bottles, the Sprite in the bottles, and then they had water in a bag. Have you ever had water in a bag? No. No? That's something they that would w- sell it on the road. It's like a little, like, baggy. They should do that in water. L.A. and call it something cool, because yeah. that would sell. That would, yeah, it would. Maybe <laughs> we should. In- water, exactly. Yeah. We should invent that. Organic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks for watching. Um, please yeah, give us five stars. Rate, comment, subscribe. Tell friends about us. If there's any topics that you guys want us to talk about, any guests that you want us to have on, yeah. let us know. We will see you guys same time, same place. You guys can find me online at fitwithfallon.com or at fitwithfallon. Shaka, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. All right, we'll see you guys next week. See you guys next week, guys. Stay fit and healthy. Yep. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us info at blackhollywoodlive.com like us on facebook tweet us or instagram us at bhl online and i am the official voice of black hollywood live sipia instagram at king xo bay thanks for tuning in hollywood, hollywood redefined, redefined.
The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.